Hello, and welcome to the Heart of Titus podcast. This week, we address a topic that hits home to many Americans. Over 21 million people in the United States are listed as having an addiction to illegal or legal drugs, alcohol, or other substances. As a Christian, what are the tools that I need to help people get through this and to overcome? And is what I'm dealing with physical or a spiritual battle? We're going to talk about all these today with our good friend, Pastor Joe Warner. Pastor Joe has spent years working in the ministry and focusing on deliverance and helping people through these issues as well as fighting the spiritual battles that are at the root of these issues. So we want to go ahead and get into our conversation with Pastor Joe and hand it off to Tony Nardella. Pastor Joe Warner, what an incredible uh, man of God. He's been pastoring for well over 30 years. And not only is he a seasoned pastor, but he's got incredible experience with counseling people and particularly dealing with life controlling issues. Thank you for being with us today. We have our special guest today, Pastor Joe Warner, who has been my pastor for many years and now is spending his full time actually serving churches around the world and certainly in the United States. Pastor Joe, thank you for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me, Pat and Tony. We are uh, so glad to have you uh, with us. And there's so much that you have been able to share over many, many years. I think you've been a pastor now 30 years and you've ministered to many people with life controlling issues. Some would call it addictions. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think that people struggle with all kinds of addictions, whether they're drugs, alcohol, all those types of things. But most people get addicted because they have emotional pain. So when I think about addictions, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24 come to my mind. The scripture says, I would that you'd become whole, body, soul, and spirit. And if people don't receive the Lord spiritually and get born again, they're not gonna be able to get free. And if they just deal with the physical side and go to all the different 12-step programs, that'll help them but they have to deal with the soul and they have to deal with the wound. They have to deal with the hurt to really get set free. That's so true. And I know you wrote a book several years ago, maybe two or three years ago, called Battle for Your Life. And the subtitle is Destroying the Schemes of the Enemy, Defeating the Schemes of the Enemy. Tell us a little bit about that, Pastor Joe. Well, if you read in the scripture in Ephesians 6, it talks about to be strong in the Lord, and the strength of his might to put on the full armor of God that you might stand firm against the schemes of the enemy. And so there are schemes. Schemes can be emotional. They can be spiritual. They can be relational. The most prominent scheme that I encounter, I call the father wound. Fathers are meant to hug children, love children, express unconditional love to children. And many fathers don't seem to have the ability to do that. So you have many, many children growing up feeling abandoned, rejected by their fathers who don't show them the unconditional love that they need. So they end up having a very hard time relating to God, who's chosen to redeem, I mean, to show himself as a father. Well, Joe, that's so true. I, I guess we see that uh, scheme of illegitimacy in uh, many people. Tell us a little bit about how that impacts the people who uh, desire to be in ministry. Well, if you think about Jesus, I believe the scheme against Jesus was this illegitimacy. When you go to Luke 4, Jesus was baptized, you recall, and uh, the Spirit of God came on him mightily. We call that the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But the Father spoke and said, this is my son, and I'm pleased with him. 
And immediately he was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And several times Satan said to him, if you're the son of God. Now Satan certainly knew he was the son of God, but if he could get him to doubt his sonship or whether or not the father was pleased with him, I think the foundation for his ministry would have been shaky. Now, that's interesting you bring up the desert temptation because Satan was tempting uh, people at that time. Is Satan still in the temptation business? Nonstop. I mean, I feel like we go through our lives wrestling. The scripture says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And so I think spiritual warfare is a part of life that most people are totally unaware of. So this... Uh uh, demons that we are talking about, the enemy of life, um, still real today, still active today. Demons are totally active today. The enemy has not gone away. I look forward to the day when the Lord locks him up. But so he's still loose on planet Earth and individuals deal with him. Uh, countries deal with him. Principalities over entire cities and areas. Spiritual warfare is one of the most serious thing going on in our society that we're totally unaware of. So, Pastor Joe, in your many years of counseling uh, many people, um, have you ever run across where uh, demonic influence was manifested through the people you were helping? Oh, many times. I've had people sitting in chairs and the person in the chair come off the floor. We've seen people literally take four men to have to hold them down while they're going to deliverance because they were literally foaming at the mouth, as the scripture talked about. So, yeah, manifestations, demons manifest as they come out of people, very common. So I guess the, the question is, um, if people are uh, church-going Christians, uh, how can um, Satan have such an influence on their lives? Well, I think you have to think in terms of people that are lost are literally possessed by the enemy. People that are saved obviously have the Holy Spirit, but they might give the enemy a stronghold in their life. Where through their frequent ongoing sin patterns in their life, they might have a stronghold of, of control, fear, anger, those types of things. So the enemy doesn't control their entire life, just an area. Wow. And, and tell us a little bit about uh, maybe specific areas that you would see something like this happen. Well, I think one of the biggest, obviously, is fear with what we have going on in society right now. People have fear of rejection and fear of abandonment, and, mm -hmm. and they just struggle with fear of failure. And so I think fear is a major stronghold that people deal with. So the fear, especially during the COVID stuff that we seem to be going through, um, has ramped up. That's one of the things you see, but not something that is exclusive to this time period. It's really something you've seen over many years. Many, many, many years, yeah. especially when you go to many nations. I think I've been to 34 nations now, and we've dealt, as you have, with people all over the world, and we've seen people um, dealing with voodoo, for instance, in Haiti, or you go to Guatemala and you're dealing with the Mayan religions and, and all the false gods that they worship and all the things going on. You see people manifest all over the world. Uh, in India, we had a lady standing there was vibrating so badly. Um, it, it was crazy what happened. Their eyes roll around in their heads. Um, all those things still happen today, just like when you read in the scripture, everything that Jesus dealt with is still alive and well on planet Earth. So, Pastor Joe, when you are in the mission field and you see such an obvious manifestation um, happening through a human being, uh, what do you do to help? We cast it out. The scripture says that we have the authority to cast out demons. And so uh, we resist the enemy. We cast the enemy out. We've watched people fall to the ground and crawl like snakes and you name it. And we've seen it all over the world. And uh, we watch people get totally set free from all of the power of the enemy. Can you give us an example or two? 
I was thinking about a, a man that was in Guatemala one time, and he was a priest in the Mayan religion. And uh, we were praying for him, and uh, his arms began to beat. He began to beat himself up. It took two men to hold him still. Wow. He literally bruised his own chest as he as he's pounding on himself with self-hate and self-loathing and that type of thing. And he just could not accept the love of God. When that spirit came out of him, he began to weep with the concept that God would still love him in spite of the things he'd been involved in. So you see these uh, people, whether they're on the foreign mission field or even uh, here in the United States, where they have been controlled, either they're, um, they're or influenced at least, where their flesh has been maybe participating with the enemy. How, how does that work? That where where somebody's natural inclination and sin nature and things of that nature kind of holds hands with the enemy, if you will. Well, the scripture says you have to deal with the world and all that's in the world. You have to deal with your own flesh and we all have to deal with our own issues. And then we have to deal with the devil. So we have the world, the flesh and the devil to deal with. And so as you deal with the person, if they continue to allow themselves to be involved in ongoing, let's say pornography and those types of things, they will develop and allow a spirit of lust to literally become a major part of their life where that uh, nonstop push, push, push toward that lust which always gives birth to more lust, and they have to be prayed over to get set free from that. And they can be. And they totally can be. So you've seen a lot of that freedom come. A lot of that. People think the enemy is mostly working overseas. In America today, recently, we've been dealing with local witches and warlocks and all types of spiritual warfare, attacking our local church, leaving animals with their heads cut off. Uh, we had birds cut in half and the blood used to write demonic symbols on the door of the church. So we've seen many, many things still going on in the States. So Pastor Joe, let me uh, see if I understood you correctly, that there are witches and warlocks that are actually practicing magic against churches that you know about? Absolutely. The warfare is very intense out there. And when you really get involved in taking on the kingdom of darkness, there's always a, a counter fight. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to be involved in spiritual warfare. Most people don't want to get involved in it because it scares them. But the scripture says that the Lord gave us power over all of the works of the enemy. And we know John 10, 10 says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that they might have an abundant life. So we're going to help people get free so they can walk in that abundance and quality of life that God promises them. So Pastor Joe, what do you mean when you say spiritual warfare? Well, I think most of the warfare that we deal with is mental and people in their own minds having strongholds. They can't get past their fear. They can't get past the rejection. They can't get past, you know, just the uh, nonstop anger or rage that's just battling on the inside of them. And so I believe God wants to have the peace, the joy of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is supposed to be a part of our lives. And that's joy and peace and patience and all that goes with that. So if your mind is tormented, literally tormented, and you have all these things, uh, we can pray and uh, the peace of God can come and restore you to what God originally intended for you to, lo to walk in. Well, that's, uh, that is what we believe and that the name of Jesus is stronger than everything. Pastor Joe, would you mind uh, speaking to our viewers and giving them a word of hope and encouragement and even a little freedom for those who may feel like that maybe they're being afflicted in some way by uh, demonic influences? 
So no matter what it is that you're struggling with or who hurt you or how badly they hurt you, there is the grace of God for you to become a whole person. He promised that the work that he began in you, he would complete that work. And that was 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24. God wants you to be whole, body, soul, and spirit. You forgive not because they deserve it. You forgive because you've been forgiven. God's been so gracious to all of us and forgiven us of so much. I think the key to walking in freedom is forgiveness because I know the enemy is attracted to unforgiveness, to bitterness, and all that goes with that. And who wants to spend their days walking in bitterness, unforgiveness, hate, anger? I'd much prefer the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Holy Spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit. I like to walk with the joy of the Lord in my life, knowing that my conscience is clear and everything between God and I is good. Between me and other people, it's good. And on the inside of me, it's all good. Wow, what an amazing discussion. And we just want to thank Pastor Joe so much for uh, being with us and sharing with us some tools from the scriptures uh, to help us deal with addiction, help us deal with the uh, spiritual battle that takes place. Now, I want to just speak directly to you and just say, if you're dealing with addiction or if you have a family member or a loved one or even someone you know, Uh, who's fighting this battle. We want to encourage you and pray for you. You can go to our website at www.heartoftitus.org and click on the prayer tab and you can write a prayer request in there and our prayer team will pray for you. But we also have Pastor Joe Warner's book, Battle for Your Life, Defeating the Schemes of the Enemy. You can make a donation on our website of $20 or more. Just go to the website, click donations, and then there'll be a drop down where you can choose uh, Pastor Joe's book, Battle for Your Life, and then just make that donation and we will send that book out to you. We're so glad that you are with us enjoying these podcasts and we want to continue to bring them to you. And we can only do that with your loving support and donations. So if you enjoy this podcast, please donate, subscribe, and let other people know you can share it with them. Well, that's all we have for you this week and we'll be back again with another Heart of Titus podcast.